1: That's right, Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. Full provided by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio Everybody, everybody, everybody here. let's get into get to it. it. Get stupid, get started. started. Gotta see this. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna.
2: Hi, everyone. Welcome, Big Brother fans. Happy Manic Monday and happy Total Eclipse Day. It's August 21st, 2017. I'm Cherry Garcia, and this is the Rad Reality Show Network. I'll be your co-host tonight, so let me say thank you so much for joining us for Manic Mondays with our amazing host, Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. Mother Nature had a great show for us today, and our host, Michelle Costa, has a great show planned for you tonight. Many of you got to see the Total Eclipse today, which was absolutely spectacular, amazing, and beautiful. And if you did get to see it and would like to call in and share with us where you were and how you experienced the Total Eclipse, we'd love to hear from you. And we've had a lot of calls recently um, that were BB-19 fans that called in, and because of the number of calls we've had and due to some time constraints, we weren't always able to let all of those callers stay on air with us as long as we'd like to or talk about how they feel about the season. Um, Instead, we were having to keep it down to just one question for our special guest. So tonight, we would like those callers and anyone else who would like to share an opinion about how they feel about baby 19 to call in and share with us. Um, they had a double eviction. They've had another new twist with a temptation tree in play. Christmas has won the HOH. She put up Jason and Matt. And Jason won the POV, and Mark was nominated in his place for the perfect backdoor setup. So there is plenty to talk about. So warm up your dialing fingers, and if you have a question or a comment you'd like to share with Michelle about BB19 or the Total Eclipse, call in at one and please press the number one key on your phone once you're on our switchboard. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air. Remember, if you don't press the number one on your phone, your call may not get picked up. I think I've covered everything, and I'm ready to bring up our host, and let's get it started in here. Hi, Michelle. Happy Manic Monday, and happy Total Eclipse Day, girl. Did you get to see any of the eclipse? Hey, Cherry Pie. Hello,
3: everybody out there in Manic Monday. Total eclipse day, girl. Boy, let me talk about a phenomenon. If you weren't able to be in the totality path, you were able to see it somehow, some way, uh, I'd love to hear all about it. First off, I definitely want to hear about uh, Cherry um, and how she saw it because she's in the uh, swath of totality. But, you know, Cherry, the totality, I, I was... Yep. Yeah, I was um, at work, so I would be going on my Facebook, and it was really cool. NASA was doing a live, um, Facebook Live, and they were showing, um, like, Oregon, I believe, was the first place that um, happened in the United States, so they were showing it, and I was watching it while I was at work. Um, and, I mean, it's one of those things that you had to be there in person to see how beautiful it was. But I wasn't going to be able to experience that. We here in Rhode Island only got 65% of the um, eclipse, and even that was phenomenal. And, I mean, I watched it, and I was just in awe, you guys. I mean, absolutely amazing, beautiful. I mean, I was doing a little research on it and I uh, read about the diamond eclipse. And that's when yes. um, the moon is crossing over to the sun, and the sun is like, sh- I guess it's like the rays are shining down, so it looks like a diamond ring. It's absolutely amazing. And if you missed it, don't worry about it. You got seven years to make sure that you get your glasses and um, whatever prepared for the next. Eclipse. Um, Cherry Pie, now, I did mention that you were in the swath of totality. Please explain it to everybody out there and talk about your experience because you were actually in the
2: total eclipse totality path path of totality.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, the path of totality. They They were actually warning us that, you know, we could have, like, we didn't know how many people might be, like coming to this area because all the hotel rooms are booked, the, all the um, campgrounds were booked. And they said we could have millions of people here. We, the traffic could be gridlocked. We, they were just warning us. They did not know. Um, they said, you know, you could need just be going a couple of miles and you could need a full tank of gas because traffic could be gridlocked. They didn't know how bad it was going to be. and so they were just giving us forewarning on what it might be. And there was some heavy traffic. Um, There is a lot of people here, a lot of out of towners. We, they were introducing um, somebody, a couple from Spain earlier on TV who traveled here. People from all around have traveled here and to watch it. When you're in the path of totality, to see it completely cover, and then you get the corona, the corona is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It's just awe-inspiring. I mean, and I stayed here at home because I didn't want to get somewhere and then possibly have gridlocked highways or something, so I stayed home. And watched it and literally in my backyard watching it, when it completely covered, my entire neighborhood was clapping and screaming, yay, you know, and it was just crazy, incredible. So it was a total blackout. It got very dark. It got, it got dark like dusk. Wow and, but there was there was a glow behind it what what's called the corona, and it's just beautiful That's it's the most amazing it, it's just the most beautiful thing you've ever seen and then we got the diamond effect after that comes after yeah, and it's it's just incredible i I did watch the Oregon one. And once I watched the Oregon one, then it was like, I can't wait for it to get here. I can't wait for it to get here. And Rich called me from work at about 20 after 12, and we talked. And just a couple minutes after we hung up, he called me right back, and he goes, babe, do you know it's already starting? And I was like, what? And he said, yeah, it's already starting. And so I heard it and got my glasses and went outside. And so I watched from the time it was, like, maybe a quarter of the way over the sun all the way till it, it covered it. And so how long was that? Like, was that, like, um, was it quick? Was okay. it, like, seconds or was it minutes? No. no, it was minutes. It took quite a while for it to actually cover and it. Covered for about, I would say, about a minute and a half to two minutes. And oh, then... We do, cherry pie. It was completely covered for about a minute and a half to two minutes. Completely covered. Wow. And, then, and then it started to come back out on the opposite side. And I'm not sure how long it passed before... We got the diamond effect, but the entire thing took quite a while. I mean, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly it was definitely events, like a but...
3: three, four-hour thing, but the actual, like, darkness, I think, was, like, minutes, but the actual, because um, I know we started watching it at 12.05, and then they said, like, for us, it was going to be 12.47, and then it would be really done at four. So it was like a a process, but the actual clips was kind of quick, you know, see, that's cool. Right. So cool. You got to see like the entire thing and you got the diamond, um, uh, and, uh, the Corona and, um, we just got like a crescent. So it was about 65% covered and I mean, it got a little bit dark cherry, but not like how you guys in the totality path, um, you know, got the real, real darkness. That is so cool. Um, So they said in seven years, Cherry, that we'll be having another one. Um, But time, it's going to be up further north. So um, they were saying that um, up here in Rhode Island, we'll actually see 90% of of the eclipse. And if we went to Vermont, Vermont is going to be in the path of totality. How cool is that? Wow,
2: you should go. You should go. You really should see it once in your life. You really should see it. I saw this story this morning about a couple who lives here in Missouri. And in 1991, they saw a total eclipse in Costa Rica. And they were so awe inspired by it. They have traveled to 14 different countries to see total eclipses. They went to, it was in 1991, they saw their first one. In 1994, they went to Chile. In 1995, they went to Thailand. 97 they went to Mongolia. 98 they went to Venezuela. 99 they went to Turkey. 2001 they went to Z- Zambia. Uh, 2002 they went to South Africa. Libya was 2006. Kiribati 2009. Eastern Island. Easter Island uh, 2010. Ethiopia 2013. And the last one I can't even say it's Val Bard twenty fifteen. Um, and they said now it's cool finally come to them. They they are so into the total eclipse that they have gone that many times, traveled around the the world to see total eclipses. She takes pictures and he paints and their entire home is decorated with total eclipse you know the pictures that she's taken and the paintings that he's done wow. and the you know, their, their family couldn't understand quite you know what the attraction was all about so they have invited like 60 of their friends and family to come and see the total eclipse with them there at their home so that they can understand why they are so attracted to the total eclipse now that it's come well, to them know now. It, you know yeah It was such a cool story.
3: You know, um, a lot of people had viewing parties. They had eclipse viewing parties. And do you want to know the one thing? Not only is it absolutely beautiful, Cherry, um, amazing what Mother Nature and and the the world that we live. At one point, people could see Venus with their own eyes, could see Venus when it completely covered um, the moon and and the sun. But you know what I liked about it, too? I have to say that in a long time, it's been a very long time, that our country and our people have came together
2: for something and forgot about
3: everything
1: yes. else.
2: Forgot yes. about the bullshit. For Powerful. a couple of minutes anyway. <laughs> yeah. And yes.
3: just really just took it in and experienced something that it's just not them, but millions and millions of people, uh, and say that they witnessed it um so it was a great day for the united states of america to just become one um which is really Take your really of um, everything
2: else
3: yeah and how like tiny we are in this really big 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 huge world you know out there in outer space imagine um, yeah. I'm going to give it up to, to NASA For the great coverage that they had I mean I can't even imagine this must have been like To the moon and back for them to be able to ha- You know have th- this Facebook Live which they probably didn't Have this type of stuff Seven or whatever years ago um, I, I think it was in 79 the last time it was around here I I mean I don't know uh, It could be off or in the 80s But I mean they must have just Lost it and to and to be able to put that on Facebook Live for
2: the world to see, um, not I know.
3: just here the I hate to States, say this, but, but especially
2: when their funding has all been cut to hell, you know. I know. Do I know it. To still be able to come out and do <clears throat> such awesome stuff for everybody to cover that and say, here, you know, we're gonna do this for free for you. Here, here's your coverage of such an awesome thing, you know. Yeah.
3: Well, if any of you guys out there had a cool story or something, um, you you know, like how cool is that Terry was in the path of totality? I mean, come on, that's pretty freaking cool. Um, let us know. Call us here at 347-237-5506. I think we've talked enough about the eclipse, though. So we could talk about how beautiful, magnific- magnificent it is. Um, we definitely will be talking about it for the next uh, weeks or so, all this prepping up for something to – Come and go so fast, it's, um, it's a shame, but we have something to look forward to, people. Um, next topic, which we also bring us together, all of us, um, you know, during the summer months, um, and that is Big Brother, Big Brother 19, which which brings us together and also divides us apart. Right, Cherry? <laughs> so oh, I no, was talking whatever. about this with Cherry. Yeah, I was talking about this, Chari, and I said, you know, I feel bad because we've not been able to pick up everybody's calls. Uh, we've limited people um, because we try to get as many of you guys to be able to talk to your favorite Big Brother people, talk to our guests, say your opinion, because your opinion is valuable. You guys are what makes Big Brother, you know, is uh, is the fans. And so I figured I said, you know, we got the total clips happening, and we weren't quite sure how it was going to go down with uh, internet and a lot of things that could have possibly happened, and this cherry pie was in the path of totality, so it could have uh, hindered some of the, the show, technical te- technically-wise, I guess you could say, uh, with, you know, it being the Wi-Fi not being able to <laughs> utilize all the millions of people. I mean, you just never know. So um, so we just want to know what you guys have, what your thoughts are. Um, I'm going to throw some subjects out there. Me and Cherry are going to talk about it. Um, you guys want to um, talk about it, say something, comment. Call in. Let us know. You guys can say and do basically anything you want. Uh, on Manic Monday, we won't judge you, um, we won't judge you at all, um, but we're going to talk about, um, really, did Christmas really say that she was ready to make big moves, and do you guys think that she did? My opinion, hell to the nah! she did not make no good big moves, nothing, nah. Um, I'm going to get his opinion on that in a minute, uh, talk about um, the double eviction um, and some of these speeches that we were given during the double eviction by Jason. Um, kind of calling out Mark. What about the exit of Cody? I mean, that was a pretty amazing uh, uh, exit, if I do say so myself. Walk up on that table and bounce. He also was the first jury member. I want to know what you guys think about that. What do you guys think about Paul. Let us know about that. Um, What do you guys think about Raven? I heard, you know, they were looking at the eclipse, and the Raven said she has injuries in her eyes, along with, you know, her (laughs) toenails are falling off. And I had Raven Titus, by the way, yesterday. I was putting together a canopy, a little tent thing, cool little gazebo kind of thing for my barbecue, and um, I got Raven Titus. I took a chunk of my skin off of my hand, but I'm fine. But just just be warned, people out there, or even Titus is out there, and it's spreading. So just be careful. Bubble wrap yourself. There's some subjects out there. So you guys, if you have anything you guys want to say, or if you just want to listen to me and Cherry, that's fine, too. We have no problem. we know talk. So, Cherry. Yes. you saw the show last night. You saw the show last night. Um, I want to get your thoughts on Christmas and her, she's here to make big moves, and that's what she's going to do. Now, I don't think she made some big moves. I think she kind of did another Paul HOH. She took the pussy way out. She's going around in circles in her scooter and making her dizzy. She's taking too much medication. There's a lot of excuses at my end. I want to know what you think about Christmas and her choices. Would that be a big move
2: to you? Not a not – not even a medium move. No. Not even a medium
3: move is right. Now, this is the thing I have a problem with, Cherry. Okay. Mark, he aligned himself – with Cody and Jessica. Okay. Who cares? They're already out of the game. They're gone. Done. Alina, gone. Done. Now, at this point right now, you're starting to get low in the numbers, right? So if anybody who's a couple, two or three, whatever the case may be, that's where the, the, the numbers are going to get kind of, mm, you want to try to minimize those numbers, right? That would be the... The idea. So, Cherry, why go after Mark who has nobody at all?
2: Nobody. It's stupid, but they're just playing the safe game. You know, they're they're doing exactly what Paul says, and nobody wants to upset little Paul. You know, it's just the most boring thing ever. This has been the... I've watched every season of Big Brother since season 1 and this is the worst season of Big Brother I have ever witnessed.
3: You know what's so disappointing about that, Jerry? Do you remember do you remember us like 5 weeks ago? 6 weeks ago maybe even 7 weeks ago. How excited we were? We were like, yeah. "Oh my god, this is getting so good." This is so good. You know, we don't really need Paul to be on there because this cast is amazing, but Paul's there, that's it. And has it just taken a nosedive? And if anybody disagrees out there, uh, give us your opinion because, you know what, sometimes maybe we're not seeing what somebody else is seeing. And you think that Paul is playing an awesome game. And don't get me wrong, you guys, Paul is playing a great game. Yes. Okay, but is this the type of Big Brother you want to watch where it's kind of like the friend sheeple? It's completely boring now, so predictable. I want to see these freaking people go after each other, right? Like, after each other. Like when Cody and Jessica were in the house and they were going after Paul and then this one went after you know, that one, and then, now it's like, uh we're getting to the, you know, near the end, the, the, today's the 21st, so, how about this, people, the finale's September 20th. Isn't this where it's just to get better month. and better and better? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to disappoint you, jeepers, I could actually see <laughs> and sense your <laughs> sadness. Through the phone, and I apologize for that, but that's let me let me read something from the chat. let us see the the dreamer let's see um she's saying how dumb was Mark to give the safety thing to Paul? Paul is targeting Mark and Kevin because he knows they will be the ones to turn on him. Production will give Paul something else with the apple to try to keep him. There has to be several more double evictions um. All very good points. Let's start with um, one on the top, Cherry, Mick Dreamer. says, how dumb was Mark to give safety thing to Paul? Okay, I actually think that was a smart move. Stupid. And this is why. This is why. I'm going to tell you right now. Number one is, of course, he was going to go for the tree of temptation, which we're going to talk about that bullshit in itself. He's going to go for it because, guess what, he's going to go home. He's getting backdoored, right? W- wouldn't you go for the tree? I would go for He didn't me. have any choice. At this point. Of course. No. Of course, of course, right? <laughs> so this is what I feel like his logic is, okay? Now, number one, why would he give it to, what would be his reason to give it to anybody else besides Paul? Number one is, do you remember, Paul says that he betrayed him because he was on the, you know, trying to talk to Jason to get him out, right? So at this point, Mark's got everything to, to – he's losing. He's getting backdoored. So who's the person that's running the house? Paul. I got this power to save somebody. Who should I give it to? Paul. Why? Because he'll probably be the only one to be able to talk to these idiots and get them to change their vote. I mean, that's – you guys got to look at it like that, right? Who else is he going to give it to? He's trying to secure himself to stay for one more week and not get backdoored. Not giving it to anybody else Is not going to help his situation out I think that That was the only person he can give it to I mean If Paul Went for whatever he was giving him He's going to take it anyway Because that's what it is Christmas wasn't going to put him up anyway So he was safe no matter what But that gave him that That olive branch cherry Like I know you don't think you can trust me But here I told you I owed you one, and I, I have it, and I'm giving it to you. You know, maybe in his mind he thought, oh, Paul's going to tell these minions to keep me, and let's get rid of a different target. He can tell Paul, hey, Paul, you know, I owe you. I'll be a vote, a number. I got nobody. Who is Who are you thinking he should have gave it to, um, Cherry?
2: Well, like Dreamer said, he should have tried to negotiate with it, you know, Instead of just give it to him He should have negotiated with Paul He should have at least talked to him and said Look dude you know I have this I want to give it to you I want to save you this week and make sure that you're safe Will you help me this week If I give this to you You know He should have at least tried to negotiate With it instead of just handing it to him Because it did No good for him at all
3: We don't know if there was any conversation um, to try. They didn't really show anything on the show last night. It looked just like he got it and he gave it to him, right? Um, Let's talk about the Tree of Temptation, Cherry. Okay, so we start off the season with the Den of Temptation, right? I liked it. I thought it was okay. I was like, all right, I like the scary guy. Then it lasted for, what, four weeks? About four weeks. And then as soon as Jessica got the hex, they're not doing the the, the Den of Temptation anymore. No more powers. No no more. Den of Temptation's over. Then Jessica leaves, Cody leaves, and then Elaine leaves. And then all of a sudden now, during the the live eviction, we have a caller. Do we? Do we? Okay. I, I want to talk a little bit more about that. Go ahead. All of a sudden there's another temptation um, out of the, the blue. Just a little bit interesting to me. So let's bring up the caller, see what they have to say, um, what their thoughts are, what comments they got, what questions they got. Remember, guys, you guys are the special guests. Let's bring up a caller. Hi, Adios. How are you?
0: Hey, Cherry. Hey, Michelle. How are you? Hey, Adios. How are you? Happy total eclipse of the heart. I know. Happy eclipse day, although I missed it because uh, they did not uh-huh. let me go outside of my job. So all uh-huh, I could see, so I work in the downtown Dias. area. Yeah, I work in a downtown area so I could only see through the window, like everyone with the glasses and everything, but um I'm seeing the pictures on social media and it, it looks pretty pretty amazing, so
3: Yes well you know uh, what, marketing in your calendar, April two of two thousand twenty four.
0: Okay. Um, not too far away. Be,
3: yeah, not too far away. It's gonna be um coming back, you know, seven years. No worries on that. Marketing calendar but
0: yeah, Someone told me go that ahead. it was going to come back in 100 years. They were like, oh, we won't see it for the next 100 years. I was like, really?
2: Well, I think maybe I like heard the same that too, path. 99 years.
0: Oh, I think like same um, But I don't think it's
2: going to go across the entire oh, nation the in okay. seven years.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah. They
2: actually say that you get a total eclipse every six
3: months. It's just they're not really big because they travel through different paths.
1: Mm-hmm. So we
3: barely get to see them if they're, you know, like a lot of people never didn't get to see what what we saw today because they were on the wrong side of earth. So Yeah. Um yeah, but it was definitely I mean, if you had social media, um, you know, it's obviously amazing to see in person, but I only got 65% of it, but it was really cool to see it. But I know you got a lot to talk about. Um, I do. You're a great guest, and you know you are going to be the star because I know you got a lot to say. Um, is there anything in particular you wanted to talk about? Because I kind of threw a lot of things out there. Um, so what are you what are you thinking right now? Well, you know, uh,
0: the season you pretty much like said it exactly like I remember when I called in and we were so excited with the cast and we said finally they got it right like they have people that look like want to play the game and the first two weeks was great and I would have never thought because of course we know that uh, the decisions people make change the outcome but I don't think anybody that's been watching Big Brother from the beginning has ever thought it would turn like this so I actually only know what's going on based on what I read on jokers or when I call you guys like I haven't seen a CBS episode since like Jessica's HOH since then I haven't seen any cuz I just feel like what they're putting out there is not the real show like the real show is the feeds yeah. um they're editing people a certain way and I'm and I'm a little disappointed and especially with this week, like, I went and I saw that she decided to nominate Mark, which just looks like a personal game move and not strategic. Because in, in, big, in Big Brother history, when you have one person with no, nobody, you always grab them to be an ally. So the fact that they're especially trying to get rid of them time, makes right? no sense. Yeah, yeah especially, especially at when this you time. need the numbers. If she didn't want to go against Paul, I would have just, if I was in her shoes, at least get Alex out. Because when it comes down to it, when it's, let's say if it's between um, Alex and Paul or somebody else, Alex can say that she got a target out of the house, which was Cody, and that she's won a lot of competitions. And that's not somebody that you want to be sitting next to in the end if you're, let's say, Raven or Matt who have done nothing.
3: Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Mm -hmm. Um, See, my logic, Ideas, I was like, okay, this is the time for her to get out, you know, one of the couples. And let's just drop the word power couple. Yeah. There's there's one couple I would say that's a a, a power couple, and that would be Alex and Jason. I mean, they do competitions, they're social, though they're sort of bullies. So depending on what type of social game, they're 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 playing a game. They're involved in the competitions. So yes, we can call them a power couple. Do not call Matt and Raven a power couple. They are not a power couple. Don't you agree with me? Like yes, she put one of of each on the block, but that's not her target. Her target is what she said is Mark, which is mm-hmm. lame. Is this not the lamest? Freaking thing I've ever like seen. Like, and when I got a question too. I want I want to ask you and what you guys think about this. When did backdooring become so public? The whole freaking point of it is that nobody freaking knows what's happening. Why are exactly. we announcing fucking backdooring? Are, yeah. are we just losing the whole Big Brother game? Um, and to think somebody named Christmas is freaking ruining it. <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: That was pretty
3: funny, (laughs) but um, but you know her logic was well. If we lose one of them, that's fine. Well, then you know what? Replace not Jason. Obviously won the veto. Took himself. Replace it with somebody else. Why do they want to just push it to next week? Push it to next week. Then your your numbers are getting dwindled down and dwindled down. Um,
0: there's bound to be another double eviction, right? Yeah. Like,
2: and I don't think I don't
0: think she can win. I don't think she can win against anybody. Like, if anything, this season, the only thing they're going to be able to go off of when they do the line of questioning is who has won competitions. Because as far as strategy, there hasn't been any at all. It's been yeah, more. I mean, we like saw the
3: strategies personal. and they left the house, unfortunately. Unfortunately, the, yeah. tra- the strategic people left the house already.
0: Yeah, and they want to always focus on what happened week one, which is like week one should never be the basis of anything because you don't mm. know anybody. So you can always be like, well, I didn't know you. I know you now. And they're, like, acting like what week one happened, like that was good enough to keep bringing it up, bringing it up. Like he keeps telling people, well, you, were on, you knew about getting me out, and it's like that's what you're supposed to do as part of the game.
3: Exactly. Um, what do you think about um compare us to what your thoughts are were of Paul. Were you a Paul fan? Um, did you think that he was robbed last year? Do you think he's played a similar game?
0: Um, what do what do you think about Paul? So Paul, I was definitely a fan. I was mad. I remember calling you guys and being like, Oh my god, the election and what's going on, like people that need to win aren't winning. Um I don't think he's playing a similar game. I think he's a little bit more aggressive. I think um, he saw what happened last year and he's like, I'm going to be ruthless. Like he really wants it based on the type of strategy that he's playing. It's more personal. Um, I feel like he's analyzing people and then using what he sees to kind of break them mentally and emotionally. And I don't You know, and I think sometimes he even references like, oh, if Evil Dick is watching, like he would think this is funny, but it was different. Like what he did in the house back in season eight is completely different from what they're doing now because they're using real life stuff that have nothing to do. And they've kind of made people believe that this is how you play the game. So everybody else is kind of doing the same thing. Um, so yeah, I think his gameplay has changed and someone I read somewhere, they think that like production told him how he's coming across because he's had conversations with house guests and like on the feed, like, Hey, you know, he, like, I love you guys. I love my fans and all that stuff. Cause he knows that when he comes out, who knows last time they were cheering this time, it may be booze. Yeah. Good point.
3: Um, you know, I think that if you, if it's this season is going to be one of those, did Paul play a good game? Yes. Did Paul play a good game with a good cast? No, I think his cast will tarnish his victory. If he won, Um, uh, I think that, um, bringing this tree of temptation, Out of the blue, after being told there will be no more temptation. You know, I was a little confused by that, Ideas. If you recall, you said you don't watch the the, uh, CBS show. So so during eviction, uh, the double eviction on Thursday, okay, Julie Chen said that, or this was the, I believe it was the one that Jessica left. I'm sorry, it was uh, two weeks ago. She said that the temptation is done. There's going to be no more temptations. Um, they're done with that, which in the beginning of the season, they said that was going to be part of the game, which I would think it would be more than four weeks. So now, um, they, you know, come in from the, um, some, you know, being locked in, I believe the HOH and they come out and there's a tree, um, that's appeared in the foyer. It, It comes from the wall It's got lights on it, and it's got red apples. And underneath it has all these different rewards, punishments, and um, game-changing moves, okay? So there's save a friend. There's um, a bounty that if you get this apple, whoever gets you out gets $5,000. You have a chance to get a veto. Uh, You have a chance to eliminate two... um, uh, votes in the eviction process.
0: Um, so a whole bunch of power.
3: Oh, yeah, depending on, you know, um, I, there was a couple, there was another punishment, I think I'm missing one. Um, now it all of a sudden appears, after being told by all of us that listened, that there was no more Temptations. And people are already uh, questioning the production side mm-hmm. of it. Um you know, we're not we told not to talk about production, but what are your thoughts on, you know, the production side of it? Do do you think that they meddle? I mean, we did hear Paul talk a lot about production telling him stuff and
1: I believe mm-hmm. Josh
3: has talked about it a lot. What what do you think about um you know that aspect of it? You know, not quite like being just you playing yeah. the
0: game. I believe one hundred percent. You know, they they have to at the end of the day make a show. So they have to meddle some way, somehow, and especially for people that are not familiar, you know, with the format, so they do have to kinda of guide the house guests around. However, I think sometimes I'm questioning myself, I'm like, are we the ones that are being like tested with like some social experiment? Like, yo, these people will still love this show even if we rig the entire thing right in their faces because Usually every year you kind of see a little thing here and there, but this time it's almost like, yeah, you guys are watching this. We don't care how it's coming across. Cause it's,
3: I mean, yeah, I agree. we're watching it, right? We're watching it, yeah. and we're like, we're not going to watch it ever again. We're, I'm done. Yeah, but
0: we know. But we, we're not we say, done. We say it all the time. like, All oh, this sucks, like we're not watching, but they know. Um, and I think Big Brother is like any other show that, like, they don't need to add, like, usually the stuff that they're pulling now is like, okay, we're losing ratings, we're losing fan base, we need to do new things. But that's not even their case. Like, they have that fan base there. They don't need to do so much and have such a heavy hand in the gameplay because, like, the best part about it was was seeing people that didn't know what was going on and seeing the strategy, and now people are kind of just like, all right, we want to make it to jury. And let's just bully people and then call them out for being bullies, which that makes no sense. It's like, you're a bully, but let me just get in your face and talk about things that are below the belt. But that strategy, it's like, I don't know, I think we're watching a different show. And if they lose ratings, it's on their fault, not because, like, they're causing the show to not be successful let's talk about it's a cool cool concept by itself right like it's a cool concept like there's no show like that you don't have to do do one twist you know but lately it's just like if it's not the veteran coming back which I love I'm, I'm a big fan of veterans but um like with Jason with OTT like we were rooting for him because he left so early but in Paul's case, it's like when I see a second place person come back, like I don't really care if they win or not because second place is still a good amount of money. Um, yeah. I don't know what you guys think about that. No,
3: I, I completely agree. I, I like to see people that did not make it to the end that got out with either too early or on some uh, you know coup d'etat or whatever the case may be, um,
2: Terry, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I don't even think it's about ratings at this point. I think Paul was put back in there for him to win this game. And I think they're going to do everything they can to get him to the end. I don't think it has to do about anything, you know, with ratings at all. I think they just want Paul to win. And it's sad It's so weird
0: to see, though. I mean
2: they put one one single Mm -hmm. alum and to me that didn't make sense to begin with. Didn't they give him three weeks of safety right off Jump Street? You know somebody's gonna take twenty five grand the first night. I mean that's Mm -hmm. like America's favorite player kind of money, you know? Nobody's gonna take that. So That was a given, right there. They they knew that somebody would take that, and Paul would come back in and, and get the three weeks safety. And that gives him three weeks to go in there and get in those people's heads. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. He knew exactly how to do it, and you know that Dr. is helping him behind the scenes, and he's talking about me, it. it. He said it.
0: Yeah, he yeah. said it. He hasn't.
2: He's been given plenty yeah. of hints him, about what the camps are going to be. Yeah. About and all him kinds knowing of Raven,
0: things. him knowing Raven beforehand. And, and it just seems like whenever he's threatened, because now he is talking so bad about Kevin, and he's trying to get people to – like, out of the blue, he's like, don't you think Kevin's acting weird? Okay, Kevin's acting weird. After he whispers that, he goes to another room. Hey, you know, Kevin, he's kind of been – so he's definitely – I'm shocked. I thought Kevin was going to leave this week, but it looks well, like it will be Lee Mark. wants
2: to know what, Michelle, and I'm going to ask you two of these, what you think about um, Paul trying to get um, Josh to bully Kevin. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up and
3: yeah. um thank you. Good question, Jason. Um that's what I wanted to talk about, the bullying part. So we've seen it with um Jody, um, them going after the them with you know, pots and pans and you know, the name calling and uh, a lot of things. That was both sides too, by the way. But um you know, it was brought together by one person who brought mm-hmm. a, pe- a group of people together, which that person would be Paul, brings together these people and says, you, you grab pots and pans,
1: mm-hmm. you
3: go and bang them in their face so that they punch you in the face. I want you to make sure that they, he, he punches you in the face. Now, you, you bark like a dog and you do all this, Raven, and you don't let up. Good girl, good girl. Pats her on the head like, you know, like she's a little doggy, right? So now that Jody and Cody, um, Jody are out, uh, Jessica and Cody, um, you know, it was back and forth a little bit with Mark. You know, it was talking shit to Mark, talking shit to Lena, talking shit. You can't talk to this person. You can't look at this person. Now, you know, we, we brought up children that he doesn't have any kids, but he does have a kid. He's not a Marine, but he he he's a fake Marine, whatever. Now we're talking about Kevin. Kevin's the next target on Paul's list. Why? Because somehow, some way he must know that Kevin is liked by
1: Mm -hmm. America.
3: He's liked by us. He's a true, genuine person. Now they're starting to say that he doesn't have seven kids, right, that he's lying about seven kids, that he's lying about what he's been through in life, and he's really an undercover cop. No, he's a gangster. He's a straight-up gangster, okay? People, like, when they come out of that house and they find out really what's going on, um, they're going to just, probably put themselves in uh, Butler Hospital, which is the mental ward. But now (laughs) Paul is trying to get Josh, once again, who he thinks is a weak person. How he says, I can't believe they made fun of your weight, but you're really doing the same thing but worse. You're manipulating this person's sensitivity and gullibility by telling him Go after Kevin. When are you going to go after Kevin? Did you see the way he was looking at you? The next time he looks at you, you go after him. Go after his fake kids. You know, go after the fact that he's a cop, undercover cop. Go after him. And Josh, I'm going to give it to Josh. Josh stood up for himself, and he said he's not doing it. He will not do it. He respects Kevin. but. Kevin doesn't respect you, Josh. That's what Paul told him. Kevin doesn't respect you. He doesn't think anything of you. And Josh said, well, production told me not to do anything. And I don't think that they said don't do anything to Kevin. He's already been reprimanded for what he did to other people. And so after Kevin is eventually going to get called out. Um, What's next? Who's the next target? That's basically where we're at right now. Um, I, I don't like it. I don't think that that's Paul's game last year. That's his game this year. And I just don't think that that's the way that you should play, especially for somebody who's gotten safety. Seems like a lot of these, temptations and stuff like that going his way where he's being helped that really you're being helped and you still are acting like a fool after production. That's a told really you, good point.
2: You know after Last year, Paul had him to stop with the blackface. Yeah. hmm And Victor would do you know, most of his dirty work. Yeah.
3: I mean we all know that production told him not to do blackface. We know that. Yeah. We we know this. You know, he came out with S's on his face. No, that's not what he was doing. That's not what happened. You know that that was like, do you think that America's going to be, uh, you know, on your side if you did blackface? Uh, um, <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, I had something in my throat. <laughs> um, I just, I don't, you know see how Kevin's actually the one that brought you in the house and now it's like, you know, you're doing that. So I I don't like it one bit and I think that's a lot of people out there that, you know, are being really turned off by that. Adias, what are your thoughts on um the bullying that's been going on this season? It's been probably there I've been told more extreme than 15.
0: The the worst. And you know what's funny? Because you, I remember your season and your season was, um, like, people didn't get along. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it, Big Brother, there's always people that don't get along. There's always people that argue. But there's just something that just feels and looks different with this season. Um, like, I genuinely don't think people are going to be friends after. Because a lot of times, you know, they say that the people that you didn't like in the house become your best friend. But in this case, I think it's going to be very, very different. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't agree with what they're doing with Kevin either. Um, What I think Paul's mentality is, he's thinking, if I bring Christmas, Matt, Raven, and Josh, if I was in the house and he was up against any of those, he's automatically going to get my vote because I will not give it to Christmas. I will not give it to Josh, and I'm definitely not giving it to Matt and Raven. So I think – His next three targets after Mark leaves, if he wants to win the game, should be Alex because she's won competitions, and Jason also, just because he's won competitions. But as far as gameplay, um, neither of them. But I think that's where he's going with it. And Kevin, he wants to get out because if it's between him and Kevin, he'll win second place again because people Mm -hmm. are going to give it to him because he's kind of been very fun to watch at least, even though he hasn't won anything, but he's been very fun to watch. Michelle, we do have another
3: caller. All right. Well, let's take that call. Diaz, thank you so much. You're always such a pleasure to talk to. So knowledgeable, great views. And like I said, today I wanted to be able to talk more uh, than rushing you guys um, off the phone um, because you guys are the ones that are watching, you know, and everybody has a different view of what they see Um, but I think we, we pretty much all, uh, are seeing the same thing. Um, Yeah. It's unfortunate. I mean, there's still a few weeks left. We'll see what happens to Diaz, but, um, hopefully we'll have you back, um, listening or calling in next week.
0: Yes, I'm definitely going to call in and and thank you. This was a, a really good treat for all us, um, callers that you guys set up a show just for us. So, we love and appreciate you guys so much. And I promise you, I'm going to keep applying to Big Brother. And if I make it, Honey. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to, you know. I know. Shout out my, we my to, reality. We just family. want to see
2: it.
3: We want to see it. It would be amazing. <laughs> we want to see you uh, on there.
0: We
2: want to see you're yeah. from Big Brother. Yeah.
0: Yes. I'll be doing it next time talking
2: about you. Thank you, Dean. I'll put you on hold of DS.
0: All right. Good night, ladies. All right. Good night, good night hon. Okay. Our next caller um, is
2: Tommy from San Diego. Yeah, Yo. Hi, Tommy.
1: Hi. How are you, girls?
2: Hey, good Tommy. How are you? Are you?
1: Very well. Uh, I was calling. Uh, I want to talk about Matt and Jason specifically. Okay. Um, Let's talk about Matt was, and Jason. Yeah, Okay. So, which one do you feel like between them? There's, there's. I've seen some underlying tensions. I think that there's a possibility that they both want to fuck each other the assholes and just.
2: I had a feeling that was <laughs> going to happen. You know what? I had a feeling too. I don't know why, but I just had a feeling. I had my, I had my finger on the button. I had a feeling, and I've got his number written down. I'll call it in. To the cops. Ugh. Anyway. And he's trying to um, call back. Oh I'm going to call and tell I him. Just, oh, let, me, let me go say something to this guy before wait, let, you no, talk no, to the let's, fans. Let's not. Yeah. Well, no, because
3: you know what? At this point, Sherry, oh, it's yeah, 8 no. o'clock. It's 8 o'clock. There ain't no need to be stooping down to that level. Uh, he's obviously, you know, whatever. But uh, thanks for listening to Manic Monday, I guess. Um Anyway, um, sorry about that, you guys. Um, well, you know what you guys? I guess I could say anyway at that note because what a beautiful day we've had with the total eclipse uh, and just listening um, to ideas and getting your questions and everything and reading what you guys are saying in the chat room. Um, we're all in this boat together. we all um, are hoping to see something turn, something happen. Um, if not, we're just going to be complaining for the next few weeks, Cherry Pie. I really hope not. <laughs> um, but I really want somebody to step it up. It would be amazing and awesome if Mark wins HOH next week and gives all these little clowns a run for their money because at this point they got him pegged to leave next week or, like, um, Alex and Jason. I just don't think Alex and Jason will make, um, you know, good moves. But at this point, the numbers are dwindling. So I guess uh, there's not really anybody else, but they have to go against each other and go after each other. Right, Cherry? So um, we got – what is it? Today's Monday. So we got Wednesday show that's going to be – you know what? what? One thing we will talk about next week, Cherry, is ZingBot. ZingBot Returns. So we'll be able to talk about all the different things that he um, uh, told in that Big Brother house. I think that some of them are going to be mighty interesting. So uh, be prepared for that. And then Thursday will be eviction. Will it be Mark or Matt? Uh, Will it be the cereal bowl? I don't know. I think that, you know, nobody's safe, not even the cereal in the Big Brother house. Talk about the rats that they found in the kitchen. Now the rats cannot go Uh. and get any of the food because they got storage containers for all of their food. So, and on that note, Cherry Pie, um, I just want to say thank you all again for listening, for coming back um, every Monday to join myself and Miss Totality herself, Cherry Pie. She was in the path of Totality because she's Totality awesomely Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. I love I was trying you. That's kind to sound funny. Um, all right, <laughs> Sherry, let's finish up the show.
2: Um, oh, thank you I'll so much everyone for being here tonight. And you know, Jay, uh, Michelle will have somebody awesome with us next week for Manic Monday. She always has great guests, so make sure you're here with us at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central for Manic Mondays with our awesome host. And we will Be here without a total eclipse next Monday. Um, I wish we could have one for you every week, but that's not possible. We're going to close out the show with Rhonda, as we always do. Everybody have a great week. Take care. Be kind to each other out there. Here's Rhonda to take us out for the night. Good night, all.
1: bless you and thank you for listening to the show and it was a great one
2: it was a great total eclipse night say good night michelle total eclipse of the heart, heart. <laughs> bye guys good night all that's a wrap with the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere